Welcome to the CrossFit Journal Audio Edition. I'm Matt, and today we're going to be reading Scaling Professional Training, written by Greg Glassman in January of 2006. Scaling Professional Training. The standards expressed in professional training in this issue, unyielding commitment to the client and efficacy, have guided everything that Lauren and I have done. More than just the backbone of CrossFit's strength and successes, it has been, we believe, the primary reason for our success. Using this template, we built a practice that kept us both busy from roughly 5 to 10 a.m., Monday through Saturday. That schedule produced a low six-figure income, which is really amazing given that we've got to work together with our friends, having a positive impact on people's lives, and keeping the afternoons free for family recreation and study. Training with the attention and commitment that we bring to our practice, though fun and immensely rewarding, is also draining. And five appointments per day is about all we can handle without an unacceptable drop in energy, focus, and consequently professional standards. Eventually, the demand for our training exceeded the time we were professionally able or willing to allot. In an effort to accommodate more athletes, we began to hold group classes. We had used group classes to train some of our athletic teams, and everyone loved them, trainers and athletes alike. The social dynamic of the group classes is extremely powerful. Run correctly, they motivate an athletic output that is only rarely matched in one-on-one training. The competition and camaraderie of the group classes motivated our line, men will dive for points, in the recognition that CrossFit is the sport of fitness. Group classes also dramatically increased training revenues. There are, however, two drawbacks to the group class. The first is space. More athletes require more space to train, but fortunately the space required to train 10 people is not 10 times that required for one. And the space adequate for one athlete can serve three or four athletes well. The second drawback is that the reduced trainer-to-trainee ratio can dilute the professional training standards that we've embraced. This natural dilution can, however, be compensated for by the trainer's development of a skill set that is only very rarely found. To run group classes without compromising our hallmark laser focus and commitment to the athlete, the trainer has to learn to give each member of the group the impression that he or she is getting all the attention that he could get in a one-on-one training, and that requires tremendous training skill. We've seen this skillfully and adequately developed by only one path, gradually migrating from one-on-one to group sessions. The trainers who are running group classes without growing into them are typically not working to the professional training standards that we've described. They also seem to have an inordinate difficulty filling their classes. This is exactly how Lauren and I built our group classes. After working for years at the limit of our one-on-one capacity, we started accepting new clients by doubling them up with other one-on-one clients to form one-on-two appointments. We introduced the shift to the group classes by telling the existing one-on-one clients that we had good news for them. Your training rate is going to go down and we're going to introduce you to a new friend. Where there was resistance to sharing the time, we asked for a trial period. It went swimmingly well. We structured the payment so that the client who was paying, say, $75 per session would now we only be paying $50. This drives the trainer's hourly revenue up and reduces the client's cost per session. This prompted many to come more often. When our schedules filled and it became necessary to bring a third person to each group, we brought the individual rate to $40 per session, and again, the trainer's hourly rose and the client's cost fell. With the addition of each new athlete to the session, the rates fall for the athletes and rise for the trainer, and it works perfectly unless there are perceived reductions in attention. 
All the demands on the trainer skyrocket in this situation, however. Attention, enthusiasm, voice projection, and engagement all have to escalate. It is an acquired skill, an art, really. Our goal is to give so much attention and in-your-face presence to each participant that each is actually grateful he didn't get more attention. The essential shift is that the level of scrutiny and criticism is ratcheted up along with the rate of praise and input for each client. The trainer becomes extremely busy. There is no way a new trainer can walk into this environment and do well. Imagine the decline in the standards for those trainers who are participating in their classes while trying to lead them. We see this too often and the training is always substandard. Within two years, Lauren and I had morphed our one-on-one practice to all group classes without increasing the number of hours we worked each week. Although we both kept a couple of choice one-on-one clients, we charged $15 per class and averaged 10 to 15 athletes per session. This substantially raised our income. It also gave a much-noticed boost to the stability of our practice. Seasonal fluctuations due to summer and Christmas vacations largely disappeared. With a one-on-one practice, when three clients you see two or three times per week are, by coincidence, on vacation simultaneously, income takes a hit. Not so with group classes. At the same time we started converting our practice from one-on-one to group classes, we launched CrossFit.com. The launch of the website was motivated by the same commitment to client and efficacy that motivated our training. We were looking to not increase our revenues, but to favorably impact more people with our training. The difference may seem incoincidental, but the public clearly knows the difference. The group classes, the website, the journal, our seminars, and our affiliate program were all introduced to bring more quality training to more people. Each of these additions also increased CrossFit's value for everyone involved. It was our original one-on-one clients who initially came to and benefited from the group classes, subscribed to the journal, visited the website, and attended the seminars. Every CrossFit expansion has served the entire community. Lauren and I and CrossFit are in the pursuit of not money but excellence. The difference, we believe, is the difference between success and failure. The pursuit of excellence is the heart of our business plan. Money is for many elusive because markets are unknowable. But while markets are unknowable, excellence is obvious to most everyone, especially free and large markets. If you can accept the three premises that, number one, markets are largely unknowable, number two, excellence is obvious to everybody, and number three, free markets reward excellence, it becomes obvious that the most effective business plan comes from achieving excellence and letting the market bring the money to you. The efficiency and the effectiveness of this paradigm is breathtaking. We use the pursuit of excellence to guide our every move. For instance, when we considered the last expansion of CrossFit Santa Cruz, we couldn't determine whether it would be financially feasible or not. The variables were too numerous and the assumptions too uncertain to convince any accountant of the wisdom of expansion. But when we asked the simple question, will it improve the quality of the program in the training experience? The answer was a resounding yes on expansion. The CrossFit Santa Cruz numbers tripled within six months and the extra space allowed for some refinements in addition to the programming that wouldn't have been possible otherwise. As our seminars, journal, website, and affiliate program grew, we handed off the group classes to a new generation of CrossFit trainers who now cover most of the overhead costs of CrossFit Santa Cruz. This has afforded Lauren and me the time and opportunity to commit more energy and resources to new projects that support and develop the CrossFit community. You have just listened to Scaling Professional Training, written by Greg Glassman. 
Thanks so much for listening, guys. And if you have any questions, comments, or articles you would like to hear in the future, please reach out on Instagram or YouTube at Matthew Souza. Have a great day.